All right, let's discuss hypoglycemia. So hypoglycemia is a complication associated with diabetes where the blood sugar drops below the blood sugar level drops below 70. Um, primarily, hypoglycemia is associated with diabetes. However, there are a couple of other things that could cause hypoglycemia. One of the things we talked about in class um, was alcohol consumption. I was a little bit confused with this one just because it seems it's kind of like exercise, right? Where it can cause low blood sugar, but can also cause high blood sugar. So I looked into that a little bit more and the way that alcohol consumption can cause hypoglycemia or low blood sugar is because uh, consumption of, you know, excessive alcohol consumption um, causes inhibition of glucogenesis. So what that means is it prevents the body from storing that um, glucose in the liver, you know, as glucagon like it does. And then if that store is running out of supplies, right, um, when your body has to produce its own glucose for energy, those stores have very limited stock. So that's how excessive alcohol use can lead to hypoglycemia because it prevents the um, body's ability to maintain normal blood sugars um, through that process called glucogenesis, which is that production of glucose in the body. Um, it also affects it a couple of other different ways. The, um, you know, just disruption of, of hormonal regulation, uh, again, be, going right back to that glucogenesis, because then when we're not doing doing that, then we're not having our body trying to maintain that homeostasis. The other thing that it can do is cause, um, cause increased insulin secretion, which is, so the insulin goes out there to try to metabolize that alcohol, but then uh, afterwards, you know, maybe it's excessive and we don't have any more glucose available, so then your blood sugar drops. So that was a little side tangent on how that works, but now let's get back to hypoglycemia. So we do have different levels of hypoglycemia, if you will. We have mild hypoglycemia occurring with a blood glucose level less than 70, moderate occurring at a blood glucose level less than 54, and severe hypoglycemia occurring at a blood, glu blood glucose level less than 40. And we do need to keep in mind, there's not a lot more room for it to drop, right? So hypoglycemia, severe hypoglycemia is a life-threatening condition. Let us talk about the symptoms of hypoglycemia or the clinical manifestations. So remember, we have high and dry, low and wet. So our wet for hypoglycemia is the sweating. So you have sweating. Um, you have, you know, the person can appear pale, um, you know, shakiness, tachycardic. You know, they'll feel a little... Um, you know, like their heart is racing, a feeling of hunger, and that's, you know, their body saying, hey, you gotta, you gotta do something, I need some energy here, right? Confusion, irritability, dizziness, lightheadedness, nervousness, anxiety, headache. In severe cases, it may cause seizures. Um, now, why are these symptoms what presents when a person has hypoglycemia? Well, it's because your body relies on the glucose for energy, right? So if there's no glucose available for energy, the brain doesn't have enough fuel. So it's not functioning properly. And then it's causing these neurologic and these physiologic responses to say like, hey, wake up. I, you know, you got, you got to do something for me here. I don't have enough sugar to, to keep you running as you should. So that is why we have 
those manifestations of, um, you know, of hypoglycemia. So, sorry, I said so a lot. How do we treat this? Now, the first thing we would want to do is confirm that, uh, that the patient is in fact hypoglycemic. When they're in the hospital, this is an easy confirmation, right? We check their blood finger, blood finger. Oh my gosh, their blood sugar. So <laughs> I was going to say, we do a finger stick. We check their blood sugar, but apparently we just check their blood finger and then all as well. So we do a finger stick, right? Now, this is a supply that we should have available to us, whether you're working in a long-term care setting, an acute care setting, we should have a glucometer. So if your patient is like, I feel weird, I feel off, you know, I just ate, but I still feel like I'm starving, I'm kind of nervous, check their blood sugar. That's, you know, I mean, it, we know it's not a very invasive procedure. Um, it's very quick. We have the results right away. So check a person's blood sugar. Uh, in some cases, you know, if it's a if it's too high, too low, the machine might tell us there's an error reading it. Um, in that case, we would draw blood and and send it, you know, to the lab for a stat reading. So our first thing is to confirm this by checking their, you know, by grabbing a glucometer and actually performing a, a blood sugar check. Now let's pretend you're out at the grocery store or something, and somebody, you know, maybe just all of a sudden creates a stir and is like, oh, I don't feel good, blah, blah, blah. And you don't have a glucometer present. So for actual or suspected hypoglycemia, we treat it the same way. Hopefully we have a glucometer present and we can confirm that. But if not, we just say, you know what? Better to treat than not to treat, right? Because we know this is gonna be potentially life-threatening. So our 15-15 rule comes in. And remember, this is for actual or suspected hypoglycemia. We are going to provide that person with 15 grams of simple carbohydrate. Most often this is through, you know, orange juice, apple juice, some kind of fruit juice or something that is going to be broken down very quickly by the body. Then we recheck that blood glucose level in 15 minutes. If the blood glucose level is still below 70, we're going to provide an additional 15 grams of simple carbohydrate. So another glass of juice, whatever it is. We're going to recheck that blood glucose level in another 15 minutes. Now, if it's still below 70, we need to give them some kind of supplement, you know, besides that juice. Maybe we're going to give them intramuscular glucagon. We're going to give them um, dextrose, which is, you know, fancy word for sugar through the IV. Um, they also have, you know, several other products. Um, if your patient isn't able to drink juice, you know, I I told you all the story about the guy who I had to use the gel because he was on thickened liquids and all of that stuff. So just know what's available to you as far as getting that person that 15 grams of simple carbohydrates as soon as you, you can, right? Um, but remember, it's simple carbs, uh, 15 minutes, we check. If it's still low, another 15 grams of simple carbs, another 15 minutes, we check. At this point, if it's still um, you know, still low after that, that, uh, well, I guess in this case, it would be the third check, right? Cause you had your first one saying, yes, they are hypoglycemic. You provided that sugar second check. Yes. They're still low provided that sugar. So now third check, if they're still low, this is when we have, um, we, you know, probably give that milligram of glucage glucogen, uh, I'm sorry, glucagon intramuscularly um, and try bring their sugar up like that. 
Now we wanna make sure after we do this that we do provide them with a snack that has complex carbohydrates. Cause remember the body's gonna burn through that simple stuff pretty quickly, especially if it was very hypoglycemic, right? So we have to give them something that's gonna sustain them for longer than you know, either the insulin that we gave or just whatever their their body is uh, is doing. So then we're gonna switch to a snack with complex carbohydrates. Um, and uh, you know maybe some protein and everything. So now, now when they're feeling a little better, we we give them, you know, a sandwich. Um, I don't know for whatever reason I'm like a bowl of oatmeal, whatever it is, but something that is um, you know a complex carbohydrate that their body will have to work at a little bit. All right. I believe that is all I wanted to say about hypoglycemia. Thank you.